Welcome to the UX Podcast, where we learn how to turn a rockstar business into a UX machine. UX introduces a simple formula for personal and business growth based around one principle. We can't solve big, valuable problems alone. Starting with this principle, UX equips and empowers us to pour ourselves into people and systems, scale authentically, and create a life of exponential freedom and impact. And now, let's get started with the latest episode of the UX Podcast. Hey, what's up, rock stars? This is Matt Johnson. We're back again with another fantastic episode of the UX Podcast, and we are talking all about marketing funnels today and why we should all stop doing random acts of marketing. And our guest is Michelle Evans. Uh, she is a marketing strategist and a marketing funnel specialist. So she helps coaches and experts and bloggers and podcast hosts turn their expertise uh, into uh, saleable systems. We're using marketing automation and marketing funnels. And she's got a really deep background in marketing, you know, worked in the the corporate uh, world and Microsoft uh, is, you know, as part of like global marketing strategy. And so she has a really deep background uh, in that world and came out of it and went on the same journey that a lot of us do. Where we have a lot of wide ranging skill set. And then she really figured out that she wanted to focus on this piece of it. And has now been doing that very successfully. And so we get into a few key things here. Number one, why getting known, in other words, going out and becoming known or putting ourselves in front of a cold audience of people who don't yet know who we are, why that doesn't really do us any good if we don't have a back-end system to nurture them. We also talk about the two key questions Michelle asks any client before building any marketing funnel, and this is the same two questions that we should all ask ourselves before we go in that direction. We also talk about a really tricky subject, which is if you have a very specific psychographic profile of who you want to work with. Like you don't want to work with just everyone. You don't want to work with the masses. You want people who are uh, fit a certain profile. You want to spend time with them. Uh, They're definitely not, you know, 99% of the people who might run across your stuff. And so how do you use a marketing funnel so that you don't end up on the phone with people that you don't really consider qualified? So Michelle goes into that a little bit on how you can build a marketing funnel and build polarization and fascination into your marketing funnel at every step so that you make sure that by the time they come to the end of that funnel and they take the action that you want to take, for example, jumping on a call with you, that the people that take that action by default are going to be the right people because they've been through this marketing funnel that eliminates and polarizes and rejects the people who aren't a good fit. And so this is a fantastic conversation. I'm super excited for you to hear it because almost everyone uh, that I know that we serve in the podcast production business and, and uh, in the things that we do here on, under the brand of, of UX, um, we all need this. We all need to nurture our audience so that we can take a cold audience that doesn't know us and doesn't trust us and put them through a process to where we chip away at their limiting beliefs and out the other side comes someone that agrees with us, is aligned with us in position to where we can help them and believes the right things that we want them to believe so that we can lead them to the results that they want to achieve. And that's the goal, I think, for all of us that are selling our expertise. So with that being said, I'm super excited for you to hear this conversation. Let's jump in with Michelle. All right, Michelle, officially welcome to the UX Podcast. Thank you for having me, Matt. I'm super excited. Uh, so we're, we're going to talk a little bit about funnels and what makes them work and not work. And uh, we're going to talk about how, how we warm up an audience and just some of the things that you help people do. But before we do that, tell people just a little bit about the structure of your own business because you're, you're in the same world that we're all in. You've got, you've got expertise and creativity. So how have you chosen to structure the business to get the most out of it for yourself? 
Yeah, that's a great question. And I have to be really honest, it's been a real, um, I don't know, growth <laughs> for me since I went into business in um, January of 2012 when I went full-time in my business. But right now what I do is I have a course that I sell and I work with my students and then I have one-on-one folks that I work with for a more high touch, like done with you, uh, marketing funnel or filling your marketing funnel with Facebook ads. So I have a mix of both. Yeah. And what, what was the core competency or skill set that you came out with when you first went full-time in the business? What did you build that around? Was it the Facebook ad strategy? Was it marketing and sales funnels? What was the, the thing that kind of came first that you built the business around? <laughs> yeah. Well, fun, funny enough, uh, like I left my global job at Microsoft doing marketing. So a big chunk of it was marketing strategy. And when I first started, it was just broadly marketing. Um, and then I kind of went down to demand gen marketing and stuff. And then I was like, you know what? I need to get super focused. <laughs> That's just too broad. Like I was having yeah. clients that were doing really amazing things, but such different things that it was like having, you know, 15 different jobs. Yeah. And so I needed to get really focused. And then I also did this um, coaching of people who wanted to leave corporate and, and start their own business, which I don't do anymore. Wow, man, you've done a lot, a lot. goodness, yeah, it's been which a makes sense. So. Well, yeah, because you came out of the world with a high-level corporate skill set, and then you're like, well, there's there's a thousand different things you could do with that skill set. So, so what was it about marketing and sales funnels when you looked at the landscape and decided, okay, I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to zero in. I'm going to eliminate everything else I'm doing. What was it about sales and marketing funnels and the need of what you saw that chose you to dive into that focus? Well, looking back at my career in corporate, I always enjoyed just, you know, the whole going out there, the demand generation, right? I loved the business development. I loved all that stuff. I've figured out how to go out there and attract the right people and then get them excited about whatever it was that we're offering, no matter what company I was working at. Mm -hmm. And then when I was in my own company, I realized it's a whole lot different to sell myself than it is to sell, you know, windows or, yes. or something that has a big brand name. And I was like, I need to figure this out or I'm going to be on this roller coaster of tons of clients, no clients, tons of clients, no clients. And that was just so stressful. Yeah. And I thought, you know, if I don't figure this out where I can have a system in place that's constantly running, so my business is constantly full but I'm not having to do like random acts of marketing all the time and hope that some new client falls into my lap. I'm going to have to go back to a job because this is just too stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, uh, I a hundred percent agree. And, uh, I think we both of us see the same thing out there, which is uh, there's obviously a need. I don't think that need is going to slow down. I think it's going to explode because there's a lot more people that are going to go through the same journey you went through they're going to leave or be summarily flushed out the, the bottom side of the corporate world, unfortunately, because uh, I think things are going to just change and, and fragment a lot. Yeah, so, I agree. So we know that the audience that we serve, the audience of kind of independent experts, so to speak, are going to explode over the next few decades. Uh, and they're all going to go through that painful process, the, the same one that you went through with the roller coaster ride. So when, when you look at that market, you know there's going to be tons of people to serve. Um, and, and they're all told the same thing, which is go out and, and get known, right? Talk, mm -hmm. talk to cold traffic. First of all, do it for free. So spend 12 to 18 hours a day on social media, get generating free leads. First of all, that's the first set of advice. If, they're, if they run across somebody really savvy, maybe they say, eh, maybe take it easy on the free traffic and let's get you into paid traffic. But it's all cold. Essentially, all, everybody's telling them the same thing. 
you need to talk to a bunch of people who don't know who you are and then figure out how to sell them something. And so I think what, what you do comes in and steps in and says, no, here's, here's a different and a better way. So let's talk about that a little bit. So when you get a hold of somebody that's been told all that stuff, right? What, what are some of the first steps you take to get them stopping doing what's not working and let's start doing what's working? Yeah. Well, I usually share a story of like, I've been through that journey. Let me give you the shortcut so you don't have to go through this pain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I've been there. Um, yeah. You know, I, I shared with you before we started recording, I did, there was a nine month period where I was in a mastermind with a coach who said just that, like, just yeah. get your buns out there, hustle every single day as much as you can, make as much content as you can, get it in front of as many audiences as you can, speaking, go to as many events as you can, and like your business will explode. Well, I did that. I did 50 events in nine months. It was overwhelming and crazy. I was on planes all the time. I was just like, I never saw my kids or my husband. And um, I'll tell you what happened. I did get a lot of business cards. I did add people to my email list, but I had a big fat goose egg for new client acquisition. Wow. And then trying to juggle my current clients in addition to that. And I'm like, it, that cost me so much money, mm -hmm. so much energy, so much momentum. It, it probably set my business back two years. Yeah. And, and I just, all of a sudden I woke up one day and I was like, this is not working. I cannot keep doing this because it's killing me physically, emotionally, and financially. Yeah. And, um, and I just put a really simple marketing funnel in place because I kept, like, I kept having these sales calls. I had over a thousand sales calls in that period of time. Whoa. And like, but you know, I'm following up from people I met at these events, right? Right. So I'm just down, hey, Matt, we met at the event last week. You know, we had this great conversation about your marketing. I'd love to talk to you about your marketing. And you'd be like, yeah, I met you and probably 300 other people. Like, and yeah, so I was starting yeah. over from square one every single time because I did not have a good system in place. So I went ahead and I put a system in place, just super simple. It was just a simple email out to all these people that I met that said, hey, I have this PDF if you want it. Mm -hmm. download it. But the thing is, is that set the stage for what I wanted to do. And I, and I had some emails that went out to them. I, I let them, like I warmed them up. Why me? <laughs> what, what do I have to offer you that might actually be interesting to your business? Okay. And I had um, 26 people within a three week period of time say, yeah, I want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. And from that, I sold out, I, I sold out all my one-on-one -on -one, and I had over $60,000 in immediate revenue. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I've learned my lesson. Getting my mm -hmm. behind out there to meet thousands of people who, who are also meeting thousands of people doesn't work. Yeah. What works is connecting with people on what they want for their business. Okay. So take me a little bit into, into what, just your opinion on why that works. So why does it work to get, to send something to somebody that speaks to them and it's, I mean, an email is less powerful than a phone call. I mean, in just in terms of just the method of communication, right? Mm -hmm. Picking up the phone and talking to somebody one-on-one -on -one, in terms of levels of communication is always going to be, it's going to beat out an email every time. But something about it and something about the positioning and just how that email, where it fits into the big scheme of things, changes the dynamic of the relationship. So what, what's, your, what's your feeling on and why that works so much better than just picking up the phone and calling people one at a time? Yeah, well, first of all, I, I wasn't... 
I mean, I was following up with these calls, but it was very general. Like, hey, man, I'd love to talk to you about your marketing. Like, that's not specifically honing in. But also, when you call somebody out of the blue and they're not ready for it, mm-hmm. their wall goes up, right? Immediately, mm-hmm. the defenses go up. And they don't, what they're trying to be is like, I don't want to get sucked into something. Yeah, yeah, they don't want right? to be sold. And yeah, and so instead of doing that, because I agree that a one-on-one conversation is going to be really powerful, but it's going to be way more powerful when people are leaning forward and saying, I want to have this conversation with you Mm -hmm. versus leaning back and like crossing their arms and being like, what are you trying to push over? (laughs) Right? Yes. So, um, and so you're right, you know, sending emails, sharing blog posts, doing, you know, simple videos. Those, those can be really easily ignored by people, but they hit the right 26 people in that audience. And I don't even know how many phone calls I would have had to make to connect with them any other way. Oh God. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. (laughs) But what it did is it set the stage of, I understand the pain you're in. I've been in this pain as well. Here's how I got out of it because I, I did have a business. Like, it's not like I didn't have a business. It's just that that period of time, I didn't add any new business with these crazy activities I was doing. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, if you talk to most people, I mean, the average the average entrepreneur who's in business and even the average, I think, business coach, if you told them, hey, I have embarked upon a program of X, Y, and Z. I have 50 events lined up the ne- next nine months. I'm following up by phone. I've got everybody's business card. They're all going into my, my database and I'm making the calls. They would say, great, your business is going to explode. Congratulations. Let's go celebrate. Let's have a nice steak dinner. Uh, and it's amazing that that just, yeah, it just, it's the positioning and the strategy of it just that that doesn't automatically, without the right positioning, without the right sequence of things and the holistic view, like just the activity doesn't matter. Like it didn't, it didn't produce those results, even though most people would think they would. So let's talk about like, let's say you get a hold of somebody that, uh, that they've been, they've been on a similar journey to you. And now you have a chance to really start with them kind of fresh. They're, they're open. They're open to your way of thinking and they're, they're willing to try what you recommend. So walk me down the journey a little bit. So you've got expertise and creativity to sell. You probably got some one-on-one clients. You know what you're doing. You get results for clients. Now, how do you start to work in and put that into a marketing funnel that'll speak and attract the right people? Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, one of the first things that I always do with people, because this was a big mistake I made, is I was trying to emulate my coach, right? I was trying to be like her, but we're really different people. And so one of the first things I always do is have people take the how to fascinate test. Have you ever taken that? No. What's that? Sally Hogshead has this great test. It's like 40 bucks. Um, and I get no money for like, I'm not, this is not like an affiliate thing. I don't know. It sounds like you make a couple of bucks off that. <laughs> yeah, no. It's such a valuable, um, approach because what her whole thing is, is what makes you fascinating to your audience. Hmm. And for most of us, we're so close to ourselves and, and we're hard on ourselves and it's hard hmm. for us to know, like, what is it that makes me fascinating to people? So this, this um, test that you go through gives you your top two fascination advantages. And it tells you, this is how you show up best. So, you know, if you have somebody who's, for example, a rock star, they're going to be amazing at events on stages and they feed off of that energy. Yeah. That's what my coach was. Yeah. I'm not that. Yeah. I'm not fascinating to people like that. And you know, you could probably think of, I mean, Gary V is one of those people, right? He like, he feeds off of that energy and people are fascinated by what he does. 
but I can't go emulate what he does because that's not me. And it's not how I fascinate people. And so that's the first thing I do. But then I also say, okay, let's take a look at what is it that you're trying to achieve? Like, what is your goal? Do you want to get people on the phone? Do you want to get them to a webinar? Do you want them to come to an event with you? Do you want to meet with them in person one-on-one? Like, what is it that you want? Uh, Do you want them to go to a sales page? Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have to like work back from there and really say, okay, to get people ready for the sales conversation, because the sale actually starts way before you get to that point, right? Okay. What is the path that we need to lay out? What is the big problem that people are facing or what's their big burning desire that they want? What is it that they wake up at night and pull out their phone and Google? What is it that they're looking for an answer for? What's on their mind all the time about what you do? And then what are the things that they've tried? What are the stories that they have going on in their head about why it's not working, why it's not working for them? you know, just what, what other things are out there. And so how can we start opening dialogue with them about why your approach is different? And so we do some, we then plan the four steps. We, what's the warm up that we need to do to attract those right people that we're mm-hmm. going to connect with them with the pain or the situation that they find themselves in. Then the next step is really invite them in. Hey, I have this, <laughs> this thing, this free thing. I have a quiz. I have a PDF. I have an audio recording. I have whatever. Would you like it? And if you're inviting, if you're warming up the right people, when you invite them in, it's a no brainer next step because it's just continuing that conversation. And so now they're raising their hand and they're leaning forward and you're not just like randomly going out to cold traffic. You're having a conversation that you started before you ever asked for anything. Hmm. And then once you invite them in, this is really where the major competitive advantage happens because you can start um, setting the stage. And what you need to set the stage for is your offer, but you need to tell them why you're the person or the business that has the offer they want, why this offer is important for solving their problem or getting them their desire and why now like why they can't afford to wait any longer what's this costing them you need to have you need to set that stage before you come out and say and ta-da here's my big shiny offer right and that's really what i did that was different is that Mm -hmm. i showed examples of what i had been doing with clients behind the scenes Mm -hmm. that they had no idea about. And they're like, I want some of that. (laughs) And and, and then when they get on the phone with me, they're like, Hey, I saw that email that you saw, or I did, I saw that blog post that you posted about this client that you helped with that. That sounds exactly like what I'm doing. Can you help me understand how this could work for me? Okay. That's a really different conversation than me being like, so Matt, (laughs) what kind of marketing are you doing? Right? <laughs> the first one's free. I gotta get a little sweet, sweet little marketing for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's just it's a different energy. It's a different and even if the answer ultimately is no, if we decide we're not the right fit for one another, mm-hmm. the whole thing is energy giving instead of energy draining. Like it feels yeah. good to get on a phone call with somebody who's like, Hey, I saw this amazing thing that you did. Can you help me understand how this could maybe work for me? Gotcha. Perfect. Okay. And then you just give them a clear next step. Like what's next? That's the fourth step there is like, this is how we work together or this is how we could go further. Perfect. Okay. 
So I've got one final question for you and it might be a doozy. So I'm going to set that aside for a second. Okay. Um, so before, before I get to that, tell people how to connect with you and how to like check out your podcast and all that good stuff. Where do you want to send people so that they get into your world? Yeah. So the best place to go is really um, my digital home, which is michellelevans.com. And I, I actually put a um, special quiz in place for your audience, which mm -hmm. is at michellelevans.com slash UX. Um, where they can find what the right marketing funnel is for them and their needs, because there are lots of different approaches. And so it's not a one size fits all, like everybody just goes through the same thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you very much. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. So michellelevans.com slash UX. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So, uh, and hopefully this is not throwing you under the bus, but I'm just going to give you a, a, a little backdrop because I run into this a lot. Um, so once you like, and, and you know what I mean, when you work with experts, there are, there are certain experts that sell something that has mass appeal, and then there are certain experts that have a very well-defined, very narrow psychographic profile of who they want to work with. And if it doesn't fall within that, they do not want to get on the phone. They do not want those people on their email list. Like They want to polarize so that they sift out the 5% of their market that really resonates with them, and they don't want to talk to or know that the other 95% exist. Uh, I think that's where a lot of my clients um, are sitting. And so they're looking at marketing funnels and sales funnels going, look, I've tried that and it generated a lot of unqualified leads or, you know, what they consider unqualified leads. In other words, people that just aren't their psychographic profile. So what's your, what's your feeling on this right now? Like, how do you, how do you use a marketing funnel to kind of sift people out psychographically when you can't, you can't really target them with ads a certain way. You're going to bring in a bunch of people who aren't good fits to the top end of the funnel. That's going to happen. How do you use the funnel to eliminate those people? Mm, such a great, such a great question. And I think even, even if you want to talk to 20% of the people out there, I think that this is actually something that will make your funnel better. Okay. First of all, you need to be really clear on what you stand for and who you serve, right? The mm -hmm. clearer you are on the, the riffraff that you don't want <laughs> and the really, you know, diamond gems that you do want, mm -hmm. um, the better. Because it starts at that, well, it starts at the end of who you want to work with, but then you go back to, am I warming up people in a way that's really broad in general and is going to yeah. attract a lot of the riffraff? Or am I being polarizing from the get-go? And polarizing in a way where people are like, I hate you, I want to hide your ads and never see you, or oh my gosh, you're exactly what I've been looking for, I need to jump into your world. And yeah. so you start at the warm up. You know, where are your people hanging out? Are they hanging out on Facebook ads? Probably not. If you're really that specific, they might be hanging out in really specific places. So get clear on where they are and go warm them up there and then have something that continues to be polarizing through every step. When you invite them in, be polarizing there. When you, you know, send emails, be polarizing there. Be really clear on who you're speaking to. The clearer you are, the better your um, leads are going to be at the, at the end. Yeah. But then also, like, why not have them have an application to talk to you? Or <laughs> why not have yeah. them, you know, the, all those sorts of things too. Yeah. No, I love that. And that's, I, I haven't heard anybody that builds sales and marketing funnels be able to really clearly articulate that. And I haven't obviously having a chance to maybe phrase the question to them as well as I phrased it to you. Um, but I do hear a lot of people talk about sales and marketing funnel strategy. Um, and I've never heard anyone really 
tell someone exactly how they can polarize and and just every like build that into every step of the way and then finish off with hey before you get on the call with me here are the three things i need to know or the 17 things i need to know i think that would help immensely uh, and for anybody uh, for anybody that's out there that struggles with that like i don't want to do a marketing or a sales funnel because i believe i'm going to end up with the phone with a bunch of unqualified people i feel like that pretty much answered that question it's really just in how you build it and you can build it any way that you want to and out the bottom end of that funnel comes the only person you want to talk to as long as they go through the right warm-up process, right? Yeah. Yeah. And hmm. if you really are that polarizing, the people who you don't want to talk to, they've already fallen off the wagon. Yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense. Love it. That's awesome. Well, this is fantastic. I love the conversation. A super in-depth, which is always fun for me and, and for the audience, especially since it's basically all the people that we both work with. And so, uh, yeah, guys, if there's anybody uh, in the audience listening that you want a marketing funnel in place that delivers only the types of people that you want to end up on the phone with, uh, make sure to reach out to, uh, to Michelle. I appreciate it. Now, I believe that clarity releases energy. So I hope that this episode creates clarity for you by laying out a path forward in your business. Now, if you're interested in starting a podcast like this to help you break into a new industry or to establish yourself as an authority in a niche market, let's talk. We have a complete done-for-you podcasting service. That is my agency that I'm building and growing, and I'd love to talk to you about what we can potentially do for you. You can learn more at PursuingResults.com to get a sense of what our service is all about. And if you're ready, if you're really seriously thinking about starting a podcast, I'm happy to brainstorm your ideas and talk about the positioning of your podcast within the market, something that you can take away whether we end up working together or not. So you can grab a time on my calendar for a podcast brainstorm call at bookjohnson.com. That is bookjohnson.com. I just want to thank you again for listening to the show, for leaving us a rating and a review on iTunes, and more importantly, for investing your time, your energy, your attention into the show. It really means the world to me that you would do that. So again, this is the UX Podcast, where we learn how to turn a rockstar business into a UX machine, and we'll see you on the next episode.